Thank you. God bless you all. You know, this is a setup here today. Did you know that? I heard healing quite a bit. Well, my message is Jesus, our great physician. It's about healing, about miracles. Amen? So let's get underway. Jehovah Rapha, the Lord my healer, I am the Lord that healeth thee. The Passion Translation out of Matthew 11, 1 to 6 says, After Jesus finished giving instructions, King James Version and others say, commanded his 12 disciples. He went to minister in different villages throughout the region. Now, while John the Baptist, or baptizer in this translation, was in prison, he heard about the wonderful deeds of the Christ. So he sent his disciples, and that's John's disciples, to ask this question. Are you really the one the prophets said would come? Or shall we wait for another? I like what Jesus said. Jesus answered them, give John this report. The blind see again. The crippled walk. Lepers are cured. The deaf hear. And the dead are raised back to life. And the poor and the broken now hear the hope of salvation. And tell John that the blessing of heaven comes to those who are not offended over me. This is a new day, a new time. Isn't it? I'd like to look at a number of scriptures in the Old Testament. Old Testament prophetic revelation of Jesus, the Messiah. And these are New King James Version. In Isaiah 35, verses 5 and 6, this is foretelling the coming of Jesus Christ. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened, and the ears of the deaf shall be unstopped. Then the lame shall leap like a deer, and the tongue of the dumb shall sing. For water shall burst forth in the wilderness, and streams in the deserts. Isaiah 61, very familiar portion of Scripture, beginning with verse 1 to 3. And the Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. And He sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of prison to those that were bound to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord, the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all that mourn, to console those 
who mourn in Zion to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. Amen? Jeremiah 3, verse 22. Return, O backsliding children, and I will heal your backslidings. Indeed, we come to you, for you are the Lord God. There is none other than the Lord our God. He is the only hope for this world Jeremiah 17, 4. Heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me, and I shall be saved. For you are my praise. You know what? We need to have a desire, a passion, a heart's cry after God. I remember when I came to the Lord... It was in a little skid row mission. People were preaching. And I had such a a drawing. A drawing because. Holy Spirit was at work within me. And I responded. And that was many, many years ago. 1965. God is good. He knows what to do. But sometimes, do we know what to do? We need to get off our seats and, and run hard after God. This is the day that we need to stand and be counted in this day. Hosea 6, verses 1 to 3. Come, let us return to the Lord. For he is torn, but he will heal us. He has stricken, but he will bind us up. After two days, he will revive us. And the third day, he will raise us up, that we may live in his sight. Even that was prophetically about Jesus, how he was raised up even on the third day. Let us know. Let us pursue the knowledge of the Lord. His going forth is established as the morning. He will come to us like rain, like the latter and the former rain. God has purpose. He has a plan. And we want to be a part of that. We have a choice. We can just kind of sit back. Or we can say, hey, I'm, I'm in. I'm in. Amen. Amen. Amen? Okay, let's find out a little bit. What is a miracle? Well, regarded as a Christian belief that God heals through the power of the Holy Spirit, faith he- healing often involves the laying on of hands. It also is called supernatural healing, divine healing, miracle healing. And among other things, 
emotional and physical healing. Is it possible for a person to have an emotional healing? Yeah. I think I've had just about all kinds of this healing from one to the other over the years. And now, I preached recently, and I made a comment. You need to strap on your seatbelt. And I would suggest that this morning, because what I'm about to tell you, you need to, you know, be kind of secure. Many years ago, actually it was 1968, I was asked to go into Aldergrove. I was from the Abbotsford area, but got saved in Vancouver at a Glad Tidings Skid Row mission. I was going to vocational school and Somebody said, well, if you want a good hot meal, you don't mind the preaching, you can go to this place and just sit near the back because if it gets too hot and heavy, you can run out the door. <laughs> well, the Holy Ghost didn't allow me to do that. Thank you, Lord. You know, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't leave. I had to respond. I had to, I had to follow through. Amen. So a number of years had gone by, and Pastor Ridge Lazell, he was the senior pastor. One day I was actually out of work, newly married, and went to the church, and I thought, well, you know, I'll just help the janitor, you know, clean a little bit, try and be a blessing, you know. I mean, if we want God to, to give... Well, maybe we need to be givers, right? So anyway, this Pastor Reg Lazell, he had a, a booming voice, and I'm down in the sanctuary. He's up on a higher area, and he says, Bob, come up here. <laughs> well, you know, I didn't know if, if I was going up or, or what, you know, I mean... But he says, no, I, I want you and your wife, we're going to send you out to Aldergrove. We're starting a new church, Aldergrove Glad Tidings. And we, we just want you to, to help. And so I, I did pretty well everything, assisting the pastor, and, and we lived right in the building. Um, a lot of this maybe doesn't matter. I'm coming to the good stuff pretty quick here. <laughs> you know, it was quite a, a children's ministry, and I'd be picking up kids from all over the place, and all we had was a little Volkswagen Beetle. And I shouldn't even say this because, you know, it's too too long ago to charge me, I guess, but... I got, I got 17 kids in that little Volkswagen Beetle, you know, and, and we made it. We, we got there to, to church, and some adults came, and, and it was really good. Well, after 
about a year, the church closed down. And, but there was a little guy, and his name was Joey Ben Dixon. And he was just a, a sweet little kid. He accepted Christ when he was six years old. And you might say, well, six years, what do, what do you know at six years? He knew that he was saved. He came from a broken home. And he just knew that he knew. Thank you, Lord. So a year went by and, and I heard a very bad report. Little Joey, there was no hope. He had leukemia. I, you know, after all these years, I still have a hard time speaking this. But you know what? It's real. Well, one day I was working. I had just started a janitorial service. And I was working at Brookside Farms, Mount Lehman Road. Maybe some know about it. And, you know, I, I'm working in the warehouse, and there's water all over the place. And and the Lord spoke to me, and he says, Bob, if you'll go in to Vancouver General Hospital and pray for little Joey, I'll heal him. Right. My first reaction was, Lord, uh, I hear you, but you know who you're talking to here? You want me to do this? Second time. Well, by the third time, I was literally on my knees on this wet floor, crying. The next day, we went to Heather Pavilion, Vancouver General. I'm talking about healing here. Thank you, Lord. What happened? Well, I went to the church, Glad Tidings Temple, and got three people for my moral support. And one of them happened to be the pastor that was the pastor in Aldergrove. And <clears throat> we went in there looking around. And what did we see? We saw these children with no hair. They were dying, dying of cancer. So I went up to little Joey and I says, Joey, this same Jesus that saved you and and I had said to him, you know, you really believe that you are saved? Oh, yes, yes, no doubt about it. But the same Jesus that saved you can also heal you. I mean, if you do this in your own strength, you're either living in faith or you're nuts, one or the other. The Lord had told me if I would do it, he would heal him. So what happened? I'm getting to that. <laughs> what happened? Well, about a week went by. And I thought, well, you know, sometimes we, we say our best prayer, prayed with little joy, prayed that God would heal him, touch him, strengthen him. And then we went away. And about a week went by and... I decided to go and see his mother. You know, almost, you know, you have faith, but yet 
there's a bit of doubt, right? So I said, I knocked on the door. She was living in a, a real, not a nice motel, a Rose Garden Motel in Olive Grove. It doesn't exist anymore. But as soon as the door opened, this woman, she, she just went ballistic in a happy way. I said, where's Joey? He's out riding a horse. God has completely healed him. The doctors say they cannot find a trace of cancer in his life, in his body. And you might think, well, what in the world are you getting so excited about? Because God is real. And he heals today. Yes, he does. Acts 2, verses 22 to 24. Men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man attested by God to you by miracles, wonders, and signs which God did through him in your midst. As you yourself also know, him being delivered by the determined purpose and foreknowledge of God, you have taken by lawless hands, have crucified and put to death, whom God raised up, having loosed the pains of death, because it was not possible that he should be held in it. It was not possible to hold Jesus in the tomb. Jesus overcame death, hell, and the grave. Is healing for today? Yes, it is. Everything in God is by faith. You get saved by faith. Water baptized by faith. Filled with the Holy Ghost by faith. Healed by faith. Faith in what? No, in who? Whom? Jesus Christ is alive. Something that is very interesting. A friend of mine used to say this quite often. You can't spell gospel without go. Do you get that? You can't spell gospel without go. Well, let's, let's look at it here. After Jesus' resurrection from the dead, Jesus said to his disciples in Mark 16, 15 to 20, and he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel, the good news to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved. If you're not saved or you're not water baptized with full immersion, I suggest that the time is now. 
But he who does not believe will be condemned. Verse 17. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name they will cast out devils, demons. Amen. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick. There it is. And they will recover. Will recover. You know, sometimes we, you know, we do our best. We, we pray. We, but I think sometimes we need to mix passion with faith. I mean, it's all about the Lord, and, and he's the healer. But, you know, sometimes I hear people praying, and, oh, God, help us. So then afterward the Lord had spoken to them, he was received up into heaven and sat down on the right hand of God. And they went out preaching everywhere, being obedient and the Lord working with them and confirming the word through accompanying signs. I found something that really stands out to me. Sometimes we go through circumstances in life. Man's extremity is God's opportunity. It's not about us. Sure, we need to engage and do our part. We need to be obedient to what Jesus said. But God's opportunity. I believe that there are even those here today. You know, wow, I'm this, I'm that, I'm, I'm sick, I'm dying. Well... Man's extremity is God's opportunity. Father, you put this word on my heart for your people. And for those in the sound of my voice, would you touch them? Would you cause them to receive all that you have for them, even this day? Father, you are a covenant-keeping God. And we just commit these words to you and pray. Your kingdom come, your will be done in each life. Yes, Lord. Amen.